Hello guys, my name is Alex and welcome to the first episode of the Cast and Play podcast. This time we invited Miguel Zavala. You might know him as MC4250 in Reddit, YouTube, uh, Patreon. He does amazing 3D printable models. He makes a ton of them every week. So it was very nice to have him uh, talking about what he's currently doing, uh, upcoming projects of his and uh, how it has been for him to be a full-time Patreon creator. So without further ado, let's get into the call. Okay. <clears throat> so my favorite color is definitely brown. <laughs> and uh, I love chocolate cake. And no, I'm kidding. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> I mean I, I mean I do. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah. um but anyway, uh, let's see. Okay, so obviously my name is Miguel. I go by MZ4250 uh, on the internets for my various uh, 3D modeling and 3D printing escapades. MZ4250 is my initials and a random batch of numbers I just punched in. Doesn't mean anything. Oh, I don't know what it means. Yeah, I don't know what it means to this day. I could make something up. <laughs> I thought it could be like your, your, your old days, days uh, uh, world character or something like that, but... No, just I was just, I was just like, oh, these four numbers seem nice. Okay, why not? But uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and um, how it all started pretty much was uh, I got my art degree. Ooh, it's how long has it been now? Wow, it's been a while. Oh, I guess almost uh, 13 years ago. And uh, I didn't really pursue my art career as seriously as I should have. If I should, if I did take it seriously, I should have moved to California. But I decided I'll stick around in New York and see what's up there. And it's all advertising and it's all very soulless. So much work is put into these beautiful commercials and then it just gets recycled and thrown away after a week. So it's like, wow, it sucks. Yeah. So <clears throat> the art career went nowhere and I just focused instead on my military and government career. And then about six years ago, um, my, my then girlfriend, now wife, uh, she told me about, Hey, there's this thing called 3d printing. You should get into it. You can make like D and D minis or something and we can use it in our games. And of course, at the time I was like, no, art is dead to me. Never again. <laughs> it is gone. And then, uh, then she basically dragged me kicking and screaming to the DC library where they had the courses on 3d printing and. And I got really into it. And I was like, wow, you know, I actually, I have my art degree. I can use this. This is really great. I'm glad I thought of this. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then, you know, I just made a little black dragon on Tinkercad and showed it off on Reddit. And Reddit was like, oh my God, it's amazing. Make another one. I was like, okay, here's a blue dragon. And Reddit loved it again. And I was like, you know, I'm already making them. Why not make the whole monster manual? Why not? That's crazy. <laughs> and uh, I just did it. And no one else did it. There's nobody doing what I was doing. And I was like, this is strange. Really? No one's thought of this? So, yeah, the rest is just history. 2,200, well, technically 2,369 models later. Uh and uh, yeah, just lots of great interactions. Uh, everybody from the Acking people, wizards, I've had great interactions with everybody. It's been really nice. I followed the rules as closely as I can. And then Patreon, I started up uh, two years, 
a year and a half ago. And uh, it grew to the point where I could actually pay the bills. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to become a full-time 3D artist. So I quit my government job uh, respectfully. Like I gave them like three weeks. I, like My last day was actually Halloween last year. So I came in in a costume. It was my last day of work. It was great. Uh, came in it's going to be three years next month? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I could look it up later if you want. But uh, now definitely, definitely over two for sure. Um, nice. That's a long time. I'm actually on my Patreon now, so I might as well, right? Let's see here. You go to income, you go to pledge growth, and then it shows you right from the beginning. Let's see. It's loading. There we go. December 2017. That's when it started. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, How did you feel on that transition between where where you were like, Okay, this is enough now for me to pay my bills, but I, I I'm kind of like also doing my job. Like that transition where you have to both. Like, how did you feel, or how was like the amount of of work? Okay. Uh, like, yeah, maybe tell us a bit. So before I answer that question, what is the name of that dog? Because that is a good dog. Uh, that's. <laughs> That's, that's Todd. That's, 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 that's my dog. Yeah, he's on a leash right now. Because, uh, he, would, he would be jumping like on top of us right now uh, <laughs> no. if he wasn't. But yeah, he's, he's super cute. <laughs> okay. If Todd needs a home, I, I love dogs. But uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, no, I can, I can tell. Um, anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so the transition was, it wasn't, it was, it was actually pretty nice. I mean, so here's the thing. Because of my military background, I mean, I've been in the service for 21 years. I'm a major in the army right now, mm -hmm. uh, reserves now, reserves now. But um, uh, because of my military background, I'm already very regimented and very, very methodical in everything that I do in my life. So transitioning from a government job where I woke up at 6 a.m., got dressed, went to the office, worked, came back to waking up involuntarily at 6 a.m., mm -hmm. exercise, do 3D, and then live whatever. Like, it, it was not a hard transition at all. And I started in October of last year, so I was already in COVID mode by the time COVID yeah, happened. Yep. So it was, uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty smooth transition. And uh, to this day, I mean, I wish I could sleep in, but I just can't. So... Six o'clock, wake up, exercise, make art, and then that's it. And it's been it's been smooth, so it's been nice. Was there was there a point where you were uh, like doing both things at the same time? Yeah. Was it hard? Yeah. It wasn't hard because the job that I did was so. Um, it was working at the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, and the work that we did there was so just. Encased in that office that it never left when I went home. So when I went home, like it was full. Like I am not touching work. I'm gonna relax. And what do I want to do to relax? Well, let's see. You got a video game. You have your wife. You have uh, art. What do you want to do? You do all three if you want. But yeah, like well, I would come back from work and I would just decide. You know what? I want to make something. Why not? So I'd. Get a bottle, get a glass of wine, put on some jazz, make a model. Or if I already made it and I wanted to print it to paint it, print it, paint it. 
And it would just be like that every day. So that's why the account just kept getting bigger and bigger because I really love doing this and it's a very relaxing thing to do. It and is. yeah, so it's just, it's just nice. So that's kind of how the collection grew as I was uh, working a full-time job and uh, I have, I have a phone so I can do social media when I was on my breaks. Yeah. So yeah. So it, it just grew you know, regardless of what I was doing with my life. Awesome. W what were you working as uh, when you were in advertising? Were you a modeler or? Uh, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a generalist. So I, I would do some simple animation things here and there. It was more modeling focused. It was definitely more modeling focused. I can look back and think of the things that I did. Definitely more modeling and a little bit of rendering, but it wasn't as serious. There was a couple of times that I did some rigging, but <laughs> nah, it was modeling was the main thing. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, like, uh, how's like uh, your process on tackling a project like a monster manual? Like, do you open like a random page and just start with that, or do you did you go like uh, in oh, alphabetical? Like, I, I start from the beginning and I went all the way to the end, and that's just how it worked. And for every D and D book that I have taken on, I've done it that way too, where I would uh, start from page one. I would mark things that have artwork or have a stat block. And I would just go through the book. And then when I get to the end of the book, that's it. Next one done. How many books have you covered? It's more than 10, right? Uh, definitely more than 10. Um, I can wow. give you a count right now, actually, because I have my collection in front of me. That's easy. Let's see. Let's <laughs> see. I never actually counted, so this will be a good thing for me, too. All right, so the Monster Manual, duh. Let's see. Baldur's Gate, Descent to Avernus, Curse of Strahd. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Eberron, I didn't finish yet. Let's see here. Cobalt Press, haven't finished that. Lost Minds of Pavander. Uh, Mordenkainen's Tomb of Foes. Out of the Abyss. Uh, Princes of the Apocalypse. Let's see, Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, I only just got to. Let's see, so Storm King's Thunder, Tales of the Yawning Portal. Tomb of Annihilation, Tyranny of Dragons, Volo's Guide. There you go. 12 bucks. 12 bucks. Not bad. That's, a, yeah. that's impressive. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been nice. And Wizards, like, the, the, my relationship with Wizards started rocky at first because when I started doing this uh, and I was putting things out there, I was putting it on Thingiverse. Mm -hmm. But Thingiverse, I don't know if you guys know this, is technically distantly owned by oh, Microsoft. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, and anything that's on Thingiverse ultimately can be owned by Microsoft. So didn't they didn't want that. So they took down my stuff. And then when I reached out and just told them, hey, I am not trying to make a dollar off of this. I am just a fan trying to help fans because some people don't have access to game stores. Some people want things specifically. This is all about loving your work. Yeah. And they responded First off, quicker than I was expecting. And they they were super chill about it. They were just like, oh, okay, well, in that case, if you just post it on this website instead of Thingiverse and do what you do and just don't sell our stuff, then you're fine. Mm -hmm. And it's been good. You know, whenever I see the acting people at the cons before this year, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, they, I, some of them like kind of look at them as friends, actually. And uh, it's just been nice. And, you know, they, they like my stuff. I like them. 
I followed the rules and it's just been civil. Did you get um, an email from them or, or was it just like going into a profile and nothing? Uh, no, it was, um, Oh, it was six years ago. I don't even remember. It was a, it was a definitely an email interaction at one point for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But they were fine. They were super nice and they're still nice. So that's good. Yeah. And speaking about, uh, all these books that you've been working on and also the fact that you, you started this just for the love of it. And because I, uh, well, we know that you are like a really, fan of D&D and you've been playing that the game for for several years now um how do you feel about the impact that you've had on people um by now like maybe you started just by doing a couple of them and it's like okay maybe someone is going to have to more fun with this but but now that you've probably model everything that someone needs right now uh, how do you feel uh, about that um well first off i've been playing D D since i was six years old um that's incredible yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was in sunday school of all places during the satanic panic but uh <laughs> I, I, uh, uh it was it was wild i mean very rebellious because sunday school in you know a catholic church you know of all places to learn how to play D D was very rebellious for that my babysitter at the time so yeah what was it allowed? um Oh God, no! Of course not. I'm sure if they if if if, if the priest went down there and saw the, all these little kids, you know, it's like I said, I take my sword and then I did. <laughs> Pretty sure would have been excommunicated or something. But um, I mean, yeah, that was wild. But uh, as for my impact on the gaming community, I mean, I I don't really think about it. I you know, it's it's just sometimes I get really okay. No, Every other day, I get a message from somebody thanking me, and I'm just like, okay, I'm just doing what I'm doing, you know. I'm just I'm having fun, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't not really not really that much of a like person that reflects on it. I'm just happy that I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and you know, if I can help people, good. And if I can't, well, I'm still gonna do it anyway. So might as well enjoy it and crack open some wine and have some fun. But it's been fun. Awesome. awesome. Um, speaking about like helping other people, like there's, um, like a lot of people dream about doing, uh, what you do. And, uh, for those who are thinking about like getting into Patreon or maybe putting their stuff online, what encouragement or tips or whatever, what would you say to them, uh, to help them get started? Maybe someone that's uh, having fear of posting on online or, um, so whatever it may be, uh, the reason why they're not doing it, what would you say to them? Well, don't quit your day job. That's what first thing I would say, because it's gotten much harder now. Yeah. There's hundreds of artists that are trying to do what I'm doing and the competition is incredibly fierce. And so I would say is first, make sure you still have some kind of stable income because if you just try to jump right in on this, it's going to be miserable for the first couple of years until you actually make a name for yourself. Mm -hmm. So, A, maintain some form of stability. Uh, so that's the first thing I would say. Uh, second thing is, you know, you have to obviously master your craft. So you're going to have to sacrifice some time from your day to actually make things and model and take tutorials and stuff. Because this is, um, you know, you can lose your edge very quickly if you're not constantly on it. Yes. So 
like how I, when I had my office job and I came home, I, while I was very casual about it, I was still putting in an hour, two hours a day and you need to do the same. Um, if you are doing this as a full-time job and you are going for it then you need to treat it like a full-time job. So if it's a nine to five or a eight to 10 or well, sorry, I'm taking out a 10 hour work week and I'm messing it up eight, <laughs> to, eight to four. Anyway. Um, so yeah, a four day work week is what I was thinking of, but either way, you have to take it very seriously, obviously, and you have to treat it like a job. Um, the next thing that I would say is your social media game has to be on point. You have to tweet every day something. You have to Instagram your creations as soon as they're done. Yeah have to have a reddit presence your social media is the thing that makes this work like if i didn't social media this wouldn't happen so your social media game has to be on point um what else whatever you create you need to try to have some kind of niche or an edge on what you make because how many goblins are there now there's yeah. like a million goblins if you make another goblin no one's gonna care like i've made I think plenty of goblins no one's gonna care but like the person that made the um, the combat wheelchair as controversial as I was for some yeah. reason, I do not get it. <laughs> like, oh my God, let people play. Who cares? God, anyway, you know, if you create something that like helps you stand out, I highly recommend that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, yeah, let's see what else, what else, what else. Okay, so social media, maybe niche, take it seriously. Don't get quit your day job just yet. Um, oh, um, don't be a dick. <laughs> uh, be <laughs> nice. Like, yeah, like, like, don't like every interaction that you have. Like, just imagine that person's literally right there. Like, he's right next to you. Like, always be nice in your in your online interactions because, you know, like, if you at any point try to get behind the whole like internet shield where you think, oh, this person is not real. And if this person gives you like some honest critic, like constructive criticism, like just you know accept it and move on. Like don't don't ever take things personally. Um, yeah, so yeah, just don't be a jerk. Take it seriously. Don't quit your day job. Social media, make something unique and constantly pump stuff out. And oh, actually, I thought of another one. Um, yeah, so the things that you're creating. Um, you know, they're going to be, you know, roughly about that big when you're done, right? Yes. Um, if you are spending an entire week working on one project, you might as well just do something else because, like, it's going to be this big. <laughs> There's no need for you to put in uh, sweat glands and mm -hmm. tiny little hairs and tiny little details. And it's like your resin printer your FDM printer can only go so far. So yeah, of course. do not get stuck on like a, a rut where you're like trying to make a square Enix quality thing. Like, you know, if you render it out and it looks pretty, then good job. But like, do not go so crazy that you're spending a whole month on one thing. Cause no one's gonna, it's just not gonna, you're not gonna gain any traction. Yeah. So if the thing is obviously like a large size creature, like this fellow that I made this week that I got to mail out soon. If it's a large size creature, like, yes, I could see you focusing a little bit more, but if it's going to be something that's the size of the tip of your thumb, like 
just swallow your ego a little make it a nice render at least but like move yeah. keep going <laughs> don't slow down like i, I remember think, seeing uh, most modelers come from like other backgrounds and uh yeah and, and they need and to that, let that go yes that's a, that, that's a problem i had when when we started this um mm-hmm. like i was spending way too much on, on models uh, even topology that is not even like yeah it's gonna yeah, be of course i was worried about topology yeah. which doesn't even matter uh yeah. slowly you, you get better and uh like we're focusing way more now on poses than mm-hmm. on detail uh but yeah, yeah. That, that's absolutely right yeah so that's something i could definitely like like 100 get behind like If it looks good when it, it's rendered and it looks good when it's printed, then you're good. Yeah. And if the person on the other end doesn't understand that and it's like, oh, this doesn't look realistic, they probably don't even own a 3D printer. So I, I would just move on. So yeah, that's definitely something because like you really should pump these things out as much as you can. And heavy detail that like is to the point of you know seeing irises on the eyeballs of a mini, it's like you're you need to keep going keep moving this don't waste your time how many minis are you are you pumping out every week every week mm, i'd say on a good week 15 on a normal week usually about seven yeah that's a lot yeah and uh i know that the quality of my stuff is not at the level of like what you want in like a video game but that's that's not what that's not that's not needed so that's why i move on Um, now, obviously, the quality of the things I've been making have been a lot better recently because resin printers have, you know, got around to being making some incredible things. But even then, I'm still not pushing it to the level where I'm going to be spending an entire week on one model. Like, oh, my God, I remember this one guy. He reached out to me. It was like a couple of months ago. I'm not going names, obviously. But like he wanted to do what I did. And he spent an entire month on one mini. And I'm like, oh, dude, you're you gotta like pump out more than that. And he apparently he had a, he had a background in, in 3d already. So uh, it was just like, Oh, come on, man, you gotta, you gotta keep going. So I guess maybe that's another thing is like also understand the, the, um, the medium, you know, understand what you are creating and the poses and stuff that you create, like, okay, is that going to be friendly for FDM? If not, that's another thing. how will it work? How will it work with supports? Things like that. So always know your medium too. There you go. Look at all this advice coming out of my brain. So you feel like, um, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You feel like printers get like better and better where you actually can see like really small details. You think it's better for you to like work alongside technology and how it advances? Like maybe if something like that comes out, then okay, I'm going to rework my previous models rather than having them mm-hmm. better. Yeah, I, yeah, I've, Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I I definitely would work with the uh, try to work, have my work uh, geared around the technology that's at present. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have been yeah retouching all of my older pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like yeah, I just started the Monster Manual again recently. Um, but with the, my intention though, with retouching my pieces, is now to make it look good for a resin printer. So that's what I'm going for. Now, if it gets even more intense and more detailed a couple of years down the line, maybe I have to revisit things. And if I do, there you go. So we'll see. Cool. Are you excited about uh, like upcoming technology? Anything in particular? Like, is there a, a printer that you're looking forward to getting or or testing? Not so much. I mean, I'd like a Star Trek replicator. That'd be kind of nice, right? <laughs> um, that I, I like. 
Yeah, I like I like how in uh, Star Trek Picard they had a it was like a mono price as the replicator. I thought that was cute. But uh, but um, was it a mono price? Was it a replicator? Yeah, whatever. But uh, as for technology, like mm, I'm not really following it. Um, as soon as something comes out that like you know all the main threads have uh, this is the next wave, and I'll obviously look into it. But right now I'm sticking to the current technology, and uh, as things adapt, I will you know make my uh, my changes as well. I mean, I follow uh, various Reddit groups of various Reddit threads and try mm -hmm. to keep sure that the technology is uh, still good, but. Yeah, no, I am more than ready to adapt as the technology changes. As of currently right now, not really looking forward to anything too crazy. I know that there's a couple of things that are out there right now. Like there's this interesting technology that I saw. I forgot the name of it, but it was like how it works like a DOP printer where there's a tank, but the lasers are shot in from the side instead, and then the tank empties, and then the thing is there. I forgot I've what that never was heard. I haven't heard about that. Yeah, it's it's wild. I don't remember the name of it though. I gotta Google it for you now, but yeah, well, whatever. I know what. Yeah, but yeah, I did see some interesting technology of like a different kind of DLP where it's from the side, a tank empties instead of uh, that. That's kind of neat. But um, again, right now, my little photon and uh, the Prusa over there, they're 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 more than enough for for me. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember like. I don't know if it's still going or not, but uh, a while ago, like there was a lot of printers coming out on Kickstarter. Uh, I know some of them didn't even come out, but there was like a lot of craziness. Uh, well, I don't know if it's craziness or not, but there was like new technologies and printing methods and different printers. And I feel like I feel the same way. Like a photon and an Ender three is more than enough for at least for tabletop games. I'm, I'm sure there's other applications. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, but yeah. I am following all the threads, and as soon as something new comes out, I'm going to probably go for it. Well, no, I'm going to wait a year after it comes out, <laughs> and then I'm going to go for it, because I know what happens when you go too quickly. Because I bought a printer bot when that thing came out, and man, that thing was a piece of work. I mean, it did the job. I printed the monster manual with my printer bot simple metal, and you know, it did its work, but it broke a lot. Right. A lot. <laughs> yeah. So I'll definitely wait a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, from, from those like around 15 minis you're making every week, how, how many of them are from your request board and how many are? Or do you want to talk a little bit, a little bit about your request board? Maybe someone who's hearing this doesn't know how your Patreon works. Um, and sure. How, how many others are from like the current book you're working on? Yeah, so pretty much a month on my Patreon is the first week it's creating requests from people that I send thank you notes to. Because every tier, every one of my big tiers, I usually pick like three, four people and I say like, hey, this is just a thank you for being around and you want something. So the first week is usually a mix of my main project, which is going to be right now the Monster Manual. And then I, every other day is whatever these, uh, these folks requested. Uh, the second week is usually a continuation of that. Uh, the third week, after everything has been done from the thank you requests, uh, then I split it between the monster manual and whatever is on the request board or something fun that I wanted to do. And uh, yeah, the request board is, and I, I write it out right there in the description. The request board is just for fun. It's literally like, you know, I don't know what to make today. Eh, let me see what's in here. And it's usually something very silly. 
But uh, it's not the it's not the main point of my Patreon. The main point of my Patreon is I'm making these models from these books, from these cool ideas, and people are keeping a roof over my head, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, but usually the second to last week and the last week I start doing things on that because it's it's fun, it's nice. And um, I, I, I make it very clear that this is for fun. This is not the main thing. And I was tempted, actually, I was tempted earlier this month to think, you know what, what if I made, like, dedicated a month to just request sports stuff, just for funds? And then I thought about it and I realized, wow, I would not put a dent on it. Because as I make things, people are going to be like, wait, there's a request board? Oh, my God. And then it just right. keeps going and going and going. It's like, you know what? <laughs> And most people won't have a use for some of those minis. I'm sure there's some crazy. Yeah. Which one's the yeah. craziest you've done? Like the craziest, craziest idea. Mm, what is the craziest one from the request board? Mm. Or, or whichever model. like Weirdest one. I think one of the weirdest ones was somebody requested a goblin wearing a bumblebee costume who had a crown. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird one. That was <laughs> weird. Is. Yeah, it's not it's not very good either, but because that was a while ago. Uh, what was another weird one? I did get a, a combat wheelchair one that was kind of interesting. Um, that was before that whole thing. I wonder if I wonder if I started this mess. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, maybe. Now, um, what else? Oh, what about was... the most challenging? Oh, oh, I know another fun one. Another fun one was oh, this. This birdman magician, where he had the face of a bird, but he wasn't in a rocker, right? He wasn't any of that. And he had a magician's hat and he was doing a little tippy toe dance. That was pretty wild. Yeah, that was another fun one. Uh, there was one that I got that unfortunately he wasn't a patron of mine that came out, but it was supposed to be a sexy beholder. That would have been interesting. But he didn't stay around. So, oh well. <laughs> I'm having a hard time imagining that. Yeah. Mm, you know nicer eyes i guess <laughs> yeah of course yeah but uh but yeah no i've just always random things and uh but it's just for fun and it's always been fun and i do like it i'm actually curious as to what's next right now you know what we're gonna we're gonna do that let's see what's next um but but anyway uh yeah um yeah it's been fine let's see here a warforged bard with a turntable okay <laughs> and a built-in boombox. Oh, so his chest would be the boombox. Okay, that's smart. Oh, like that's it. pretty cool. That's nice. That is smart. I like that. Okay. Yeah, anyway, nice. but that's that's gonna be later this week, I guess. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So it's it's fun. I bet. Um, if you had like, I, I want to know like more about like what dreams you have or what are you looking forward in the future. If you had had like unlimited budget what would you do like i mean this is really nice just as it is i mean i guess i would just make things prettier around my house that's about (laughs) it really but no i'm pretty comfy right where i'm at i don't see myself like creating like a big business or something it's just you know i'm doing my thing my wife helps me when she can when she's not doing her thing uh she has web design stuff and um and I you know, thought both of you were like working full time on your minis. Is that, is that no. not the case? 
No, no, she doesn't do the, she doesn't do 3D and stuff, but she helps with everything else when she can, you know, she helps me with video stuff and um, she does some uh, graphic design stuff and, you know, just all the little things where, you know, if she has a time that can help me out, she can. So it's, it's been nice. She, oh, she does, she does help clear uh, supports from minis when I, I don't want to take that on. So she's been a lifesaver there. <laughs> yeah, that's lifesaver. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it's just like, ah, babe, I know you like this is relaxing to you. You wanna? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's 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 great. She's awesome. She's probably like right around the corner, isn't she? No, okay, maybe she's just. <laughs> but um, but anyway, but yeah, no, she's she's awesome. But as for like long term aspirations, like I'm not, I can't really think of anything. It's just I'm very it's nice and stable as it is, and if it keeps growing, great. Maybe and, what, and what about the, the books that, that you're missing? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Say that again. Uh, just wondering if you have like a like the goal of, of like finishing all the books from D&D or something like that. You know, I'm pretty sure I'm right around the corner to finishing them all. Yep. Oh, my God. Congratulations. No. no, I'm not. I'm not at all. There's no way. There's uh, just so many I, coming out. I know. They keep pumping them out and oh. I'm like... There's no way that I will ever be done with anything that's there. And even if Wizards all of a sudden, like, I don't know, went away, like, oh, it turns out that D&D supports child trafficking. Oh, yeah. There and uh, someone and, else. Yeah. Yes. But the that there's always going to be somebody making this stuff. And, like, if D&D went away, then Cobalt Press, they do great stuff. I do stuff for them. And... You know, I still haven't tapped into sci-fi yet, and I would love to tap into sci-fi. Mm. That's a whole other world. It is. So yeah, it's just it's a it's a work that's never going to end, and um, I'm just enjoying that. That there's there's never going to be modeler's block. It's it's never going to happen. There's always going to be something to do. So I love that. So I yeah, that's so pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Now now that it's uh, like. <clears throat> I don't want to say mainstream, but uh, it's getting pretty popular. Uh, like with Stranger Things and like everyone being on lockdown has yeah. helped D&D. And people are playing uh, all over the world. So so I can only see this uh, getting more and more popular in the near future. Yeah. And uh, I mean, when it comes to the modeling that I do, like even if folks can't meet up together, uh, there's other aspects and prospects of using this. Like there's folks that have made tabletop simulators using my minis. There's this company that's using my minis to help with their augmented reality apps. Like oh, wow. there's just lots of uses for this stuff. So yeah, I, I can totally see my stuff being used in virtual reality simulators and things like that in the future too. So it's been nice. Are you familiar with... Uh, <laughs> Tailspire, I think it's called. It's like a like a tabletop simulator for for D and D, and it's like very pretty. Uh, I think they're making. They were in Kickstarter a while ago. I think they're making like a marketplace or some way to to import. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. But I think there's a way for you to import your models. And I'm sure yours will be there at some point. Uh, uh, I think they just yeah, yeah, yeah if not already. I think they're in beta, and it looks really nice. I'm looking forward to trying because I missed the Kickstarter, but it, it looks really fun. Yeah, 
Um, this looks really familiar. I don't know if I've interacted with these people before. I think I have. Um, yeah, I, I do not recognize some of these models. Yeah, whatever. Either way, um, no, I've seen this before, and this definitely looks really cool. Um, whether or not they've used my stuff, I have no idea. There's a couple I, of I don't know if them, but like people um, who are playing, who are patrons of yours, like. Right now, like there's patrons of ours who are using like uh, screenshots or renders of uh, of the models on Roll Twenty. Yeah, yeah. Things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, um, like those kind of companies, um, you know, as they grow, I can definitely see, you know, my works and other people's works. I use, uh, you know, 3D to definitely be useful for that. So, yeah, no, it's, there's definitely a variety of uses for what we do. So, looking forward to it. Are, are you playing right now? Uh, like, and how are you? Yeah, I'm probably playing too much. Um, yeah, because so I have a monthly game that I play on Saturdays. I have a bi-monthly game I play on Sundays. Uh, that's uh, Descent to Avernus. The monthly game is uh, the uh, Dragon Heist. Uh, I play a weekly game with my friends here where I'm the DM for Storm King's Thunder. And then I'm a player in another weekly game for Curse of Strahd. So, yeah, I play four games and, you know, it's, it's great. I love it. And, uh, Are you DMing three of them? or I, I DM one of them and I'm a oh, player okay, okay. in the other three. Yeah. Gotcha. If I was DMing for four, I don't know if I can yeah, handle no. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, there's no way. Seems a little much, but well, uh, on the upside, you already have the minis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, now, one of the games is in person because they're quarantining like we are, so that's why it works pretty well. Uh, the other ones are Roll Twenty and or uh, Theater of the Mind, but mm -hmm. still D and D. I still enjoy it. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> Do you like yeah. uh, like combat uh, without a a board? Um. I don't mind it. I mean, I prefer the board so I can you know, crack my knuckles and say, yeah, I got a mini for that. I'll be right back. <laughs> Put it on. I mean, you make almost every mini for every monster. You kind of want to, you know, I don't want to shove it off. Because, uh, yeah, so like we're doing Curse of Strahd in the in-person game. So I've made all of the creatures for that. So it's been nice. Of course, they're a little dated now. So that's why in October I'm going to start updating my Curse of Strahd models. I'm actually going to take a break from the Monster Manual to just focus on Curse of Strahd because it's Halloween, so why not? Yeah, true. Yeah. So Monster Manual, then Curse of Strahd, and uh, what's next after that? Well, I'm going to let my patrons decide. Um, as soon as I finish the Monster Manual, again, <laughs> uh, as soon as I'm done updating the Monster Manual, I will put another poll, and they will decide what... Uh, what they want me to work on and i'll make a big list of everything that's out and we'll see what happens last time it was uh uh descent to a uh, avernus mm -hmm. that one so i made that and uh yeah yeah so we'll see we shall see i think that this time coming around they're probably gonna pick one of the cobalt press books that's always been a very popular choice and always gets like second place but mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure it's gonna get it this time so yeah yeah it's nice awesome yeah, so <clears throat> is there any other like social media that you would like to, I don't know, say to 
people that might be watching this uh, besides Patreon and, well, of course, all, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Um, well, I think you're on my mini factory as well. And I, you recently jumped into my mini factory, right? Yeah, I just started uploading the stuff that I already put on Thingiverse on my mini factory. Um, only to just, you know, make sure that a bigger audience can see where my stuff is. Uh, there's nothing unique on my mini factory that's not already on Prusa printers. Mm. Um, so I would say follow the Prusa printers one, though, because mm. my mini factory is nice and all, but Prusa printers website, I don't know, there's something more smooth about it. It's just mm. like the, the loading process, everything else is really, really like very, very refined. I'm also a fan of Prusa because I got one right there and of I feel course. like it's looking. I feel like it's looking at me right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, the Prisa printer site, the Thingiverse site, my mini factory, Shapeways is where everything is. Um, but uh, as for any other like social media things to throw out there, mm, not really. I mean, I, hmm, actually, I shouldn't say that. I'm going to start uploading on YouTube again, finally. I've been awesome. putting it out for too long. Cool. So if you want to follow me on YouTube, I'm going to start putting things again. Cool. Um, we're going to link to all of that because um, actually your YouTube streams uh, were very, uh, well, there was like Duncan, Shadow and you back when we started and it was like a great inspiration uh, for us to get started too. Like we had this idea and we thought we, it was very unique and then we went online and there were you and, and him or, or at least those were the biggest that, that I found um, back then. And uh, your YouTube videos were uh, like very appreciated, and uh, I think I've seen them all. So you should definitely yeah. come back. I'll I'll be there watching your streams. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is um, I'm gonna start loading up my my streams on YouTube again, but I'm also gonna uh, but Jen's actually gonna help me with this. Uh, we're gonna do time lapse videos for people that just want to. Yeah. No, for the uh, the modeling, like oh, actually. Okay. Modeling and moving through it forward, so, uh, so that should be fun. But yeah, YouTube is a really big audience. I figure I shouldn't ignore it anymore. It's like, mm. yes, yeah, so I, I did for my own, you know, it's my own personal responsibility. I probably should start paying attention to it. So I'm gonna start doing that. So there you go. Yeah, that's that's what I'll throw out there. Awesome. We'll, we'll still have links for everything and uh, Reddit, of course, which has been uh, like, yeah, your cameras. Freaking out. <laughs> yeah. So um, we really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Um, it's been amazing. And um, yeah, like any closing thoughts or anything you want to add? Um, if you're outside, wear a mask. Don't forget to vote. Uh, but uh, <laughs> those are the big ones. Uh, but no, just, uh, you know, remember this is a this is a craft that is continuing to grow but remember it's it's still for fun and you can still have a great time while doing it mm -hmm. and as professional as i try to be about it in the end you know it's something that i just love doing and uh i hope that other folks can feel the same way that i can feel whether they're modeling or whether they're just printing and painting as long as it's all together and with friends in one way or another you know that's what makes it beautiful so there you go. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And I think that this has been really like a great experience for us because we, we kind of like see 
uh, we, we see your work and, and we see what, uh, the, the path that you've followed so far. And um, we're like, I, I don't know, we're so inspired by that. So thank you so much. And I bet that if you inspire us, you inspire a lot of people as well. So thank you. Thank you for that. Stop. You're stopping. You're going to make me But, uh, well, thanks. I appreciate it. Take care. Have a good night. Thanks so much. You too. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. So that was it. I hope you enjoyed the chat that we had with Miguel. Hopefully this was... Hopefully you liked it and you found it interesting. It was a pleasure for us to talk to him. And let us know in the comments who would you like us to bring next and what questions would you ask them. So that would be it for this time, guys. Thank you so much. Please subscribe and I'll see you soon.